Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 180. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello. Hey I deliberately started the episode in the worst possible moment. It's <laughs> perfect. Because we have a really good habit. Yes, exactly. I, I bought a bunch of them at the gas station so when I can eat them in front of my students. And when they ask for one, I can give them one tiny ass M&M. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and then you can tell them that once they've depleted the M&Ms, they can use that storage container for other things. Yeah. Pro tip. If you're a marijuanist, those are actually really good for, for strong weeks. They're airtight. And quarters. Yeah. Hmm. The more you know. The more G.I. Joe. Right there. <laughs> I mean, I just every time I hear that, a shooting star goes across my face. <laughs> And, like, if I'm driving at night, it's a really bad thing, and I almost fly off the road. But <laughs> but now you know. Sometimes it's worth if having ever, the knowledge, because knowledge is half the battle. Yeah, if you ever become a marijuanist, now you're good to go. Yeah, so. I don't know anything about being a marijuanist, but, I mean, I know there are folks that do the devil's lettuce, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not of that sort. I'm too frugal. They're better than big ones. Same. I buy car parts <laughs> like instead. If, if, I, if I could afford it, yeah. But, I mean, like, I just, I don't know. I'd rather, you know, own a house. Why would I buy that 10 <laughs> uses of marijuana when I'm going to buy a wheel bearing and fix an issue with this car? <laughs> yeah, you get This a, terrible car you that have, I didn't need you ever. You 10 uses of your Ferrari. <clears throat> or Ooh. <laughs> I have put a lot of miles on that thing this weekend. It's been exactly. Yeah, you've had 10 whole uses. Anyway, I'm drinking a Coors Banquet. This this time around, yes, it is uh, it is one of my favorite trash beers, and that that rings true. I'm still trying to like wash my body of that nine percent sixteen ounce surly that our patron Tom fed me. Uh-huh. He didn't tell me anything about the beer. He's just like, yeah, you got to try one of these. And right. it just turned out to be a disaster. I poured it into a red solo cup, and I didn't realize what was going on until it was too late. And now, tragic. yeah, that is tragic. Thank you. Uh, before we head into topics. I need to do our obligatory plug, which is patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. If you head over in any old web browser, preferably not Microsoft Edge because you're a peasant, Mm. to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage, you'll find two open-ended levels of support that directly benefits content producers like us. Actually, no, that is actually just us. It only benefits us. Uh, What Patreon allows you to do is buy us beer, essentially. Um, and we would greatly appreciate it. So if you don't want to, no problem. We'll keep right on making the podcast, but uh, I'm going to keep drilling it into your ears. So with that, let's move right into topics. Yes. And I guess I have the first one this time. You do. I am sure I hopped into the notes at some point during the week to write this because it's actually fairly rare that I get into the topics before about an hour before the podcast. Yeah. Usually I will jump in, be like, okay, what did I deal with usually, this week? Usually what did we I'm just mm-hmm. going throughout the week, adding things as they come into my mind. Which is yeah. fine, but like when we do, and we both have this from time to time, because sometimes I'll hop in on a Saturday and you are all the way through two episodes. I'm like, and I'm like, working Ryan's on my... had a busy week. <laughs> yeah. I'm like working on my like first episode of like the next like, <laughs> recording. So we operate in a Google Docs uh, sheet or whatever online, and sometimes, yeah, it really gets pushed down, but. I, I don't remember the context, but as I start reading this, I'm sure I will. So, <clears throat> insurance companies and claims. I remember why I wrote this now. <laughs> <laughs> How they will do literally anything in and out of the book to screw over their subscriber or their whatever you want to call That's it. True. The person yeah. that pays them money. 100%. So, right now, um, when I got back from a couple of weeks ago, I was up north visiting my paternal grandmother. Mm-hmm. Tesla was parked outside here, 
and we had a fairly nasty hailstorm. So, I don't know exactly when during that weekend this loss occurred, but at some point, the back window of my Tesla became broken because of hail. What? I know. That's actually crazy. I know. It's really, really strange. But anyway, it doesn't leak or anything, so it's not a huge deal, and I don't really care about the visibility. Oh, is that that little crack back there? It is a little crack, yep. I noticed when I looked up and there was somebody behind me, I'm like, there's some weird prismatic effect coming out, and it was a shattered window. So, let me paint the picture for you. Yes, please do. I have Progressive, which Mm. is universally known as the second worst auto insurance company you could ever have for a claim. So, all right, this is weird, because I've had nothing but good experiences with every claim I've ever had with Progressive. I've usually been on the other end fighting them. So, every time I've ever had one, so Mm -hmm. I took Progressive because I had State Farm, and I remember, I, I crap, I was trying to remember my old insurance agent's name from State Farm, because he was such an apocalyptic dickbag. Oh, wait, are we throwing old insurance agents under the bus? I would... Harlan I, I, Swanson. I would absolutely, if I could agent. remember, I know his name's State Tom Farm. Something. Yeah, I would throw this guy's, <clears throat> I'd throw him under the bus, I'd, I'd buy other buses to drive over him with. I hate this guy. It's a nice bus. It's a good yeah. bus. Detroit uh, 8V71 power. Yeah. And so I would, um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I took, uh, I took away, I went away from State Farm because it was awful mm-hmm. and I went to Progressive because of a good experience I had with them. A lady rear-ended the person that was behind me and sent her flying into my CRX back when I had it. Okay. And Progressive like took care of me and they're like, you were trying to get out of the way. Like, why would we have any part of this? And I like, had a similarly good experience with State Farm. And they and what they what they did with uh, what Progressive did with me was said so my clear tails on my CRX, mm-hmm. and they actually cover modified parts. Yep, the clear tails on my CRX, but the modified parts they'll cover and they'll give you money for the modified part, but they do not increase the value of your vehicle. And so the guy, as he was writing it, calls me up. He goes, "Hey, how bad do you really want these clear tails replaced?" I'm like, "Quite badly." He goes, "Well, it will total out your car." I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "It's literally six hundred dollars, and your car is." KBB is three grand, and it's fifteen hundred dollars in damage before the car gets totaled out, and it'll be about fifteen seventy-five. I'm like, hmm. And he's like, so we could do two things: we can recover the clear tail lights, or we could just min- not mention that the, there's a small crease on the driver's side wheel arch. I'm like, let's do the latter. And so they just didn't mention the the crease in the wheel arch, and they covered my clear tails, and they, yeah, it was awesome. So they went right up to the limit of what they could do. To that's uh, when you say, fuck your blue book value. Here's a bunch of comps. Well, that's And the then thing. they will my, adjust their valuation. My, the blue book is like on the nuts for my car. doesn't matter. It was a 300,000 mile CRX. No, you find the outliers because yeah. they can't yeah. dispute you. But anyway, so the thing was, they took care of me on that. And they were, uh, honestly, Progressive's done nothing but good things for me. Um, <laughs> they've done everything they can to like, drop you know, prices for everything on me. You know, So yeah, I, I love them. So. Well, I had my first incident with Progressive when I got sideswiped in my Boxster by this man that barely spoke English on 94. Hmm. I was covered by farmers at the time, and I had a witness that stopped, and the man had a different story, and I had a recorded admission from the state trooper on the site saying that the other guy was clearly at fault, and it took 91 days to beat a check out of Progressive. So... Huge fault there. I, I will say that it took him about that time frame. 
for my CRX. I actually got Which, the money for it after I sold the car, but that's and I mean that's yeah. fine-ish for us because whatever. Like my car wasn't totaled; it yeah. wasn't totaled, so I was I was driving it. But like I got forwarded to their fraud department. They literally what? thought I was trying to defraud them, even though I had and sent them a video recording of the police officer saying that it was the guy's fault. The guy had a completely wrong rendition of what happened on file. Again, the recording I sent them of the evening with his voice and the police officer said so, the police report said so, the witness said so, and I said so. They forwarded me off because I was pushing so hard on the fact that they were so retarded. Anyway, this has nothing to do with my window here. Now I'm insured by Progressive because it's (laughs) actually reasonably priced, or Farmers wasn't. And the biggest issue was the tint. So I have an aftermarket tint job on my car. Tint Pros did it two years ago. I have the invoice. It was all above deck. Everything's fine, 35%. It's a rear window. It doesn't matter. I'm going through Spaz because I know he's not going to screw me over on the glass stuff. He's like, do you want an aftermarket window or the OE? I'm like, whatever's quickest. I don't really care. That's fine. That was fine. They submitted for it. He had mentioned that they were going to cover it. He was going to schedule me. I'm like, does this cover the tint? He's like, good question. I didn't know it was tinted. Let me look into it. And Progressive just started throwing up roadblocks. Like, well, we don't cover aftermarket tint. I'm like, well, you do if it's on a rear window. You don't if it's on a front window. Yeah. And this lady that I was on the phone with was like, oh, you're right. It looks like we do cover it up to $75. And that's fine. Like, I'm like, I gave you an invoice for the car. Yeah. It's dated. It's right my name. It's got the credit card number. Like, well, it says sedan, and we have the Tesla Model S classified as a hatchback. What? I'm like, so let, okay, let me clarify, no just sedan. so I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> if I go back, call the tent company, get a revised estimate that says five-door hatchback, you guys will cover it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I shit you not, that's exactly what I did. I emailed Tian, I'm like... This is going to sound ridiculous, but here's the invoice. Here's the date. Here's the amount. Hopefully, yeah. you can look it up easily. Can you rewrite it so it doesn't say sedan? It says five-door hatchback. And he did. And it submitted it approved like that. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what the hell? Like, can you not use your powers of deduction to figure out that a Google a picture of a Model S? Anyone will say, it's a sedan. I understand it's a hatchback, but you never see him with the yeah. back open. Like, it's a sedan. <sighs> I, as much as a pain to say honestly, that because hatchbacks are superior. I think it. I, I actually think um, with progressive, you have to be. It's person by person dependent. It. Like, it must be all the way down. But both persons yeah. I got were debilitatingly autistic in a bad sort of way. Like yeah, because the guy I got was like super chill. Like he was like like he understood. He goes, oh, dude, that sucks. Like here, let's see what we can do to help you out. Like so, like if I, I think another thing is is like. Progress was very um, communication skills based. Where mm-hmm. if, you, if you go in there like very dry and very business like, they you they usually don't help you. But if you go in, you ask them how the day is, you you warm them up a little. Oh, bit. I schmooze them because yeah, then, you, then you build fine. up a roadblock immediately if you don't. Yeah, so I've, I've just noticed, like, yeah, whenever I work with Progressive, I'm always, like, super nice to them because I know they're going to be nice to me. So I'm like, I'm not like, going to. How was your week? It's not like talking It's awesome. not. Like, it's not like talking to Comcast where I go in and I immediately no. call the guy an asshole and I say, like, you've made bad decisions with your wife. I've still <laughs> never had anyone hang up on me when I've said the word fuck, not at them. It's my phone. <laughs> but still, I, like, I try it once in a while, even on, like, virtual meetings for work. 
And I was like, it's a Friday afternoon, so just so you guys are aware, I use some pretty salty language. I'm like, fuck, I'm glad somebody said that. And then they start doing it, too. You get, like, the, the, the relief that washes over their face when they realize they don't have to be all hoity-toity in their home office. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, that, that's the thing. Is like, I, I like it when people are able to be a lot more kind of straightforward and with progressive, I really mm-hmm. like them, because... I think that's they just also, people, though. They have a local office, too, which is huge, which I like, out before COVID, I liked going to. Because, like, it wasn't that far away from where I used to live. And so I just, like, go there and be like, hey, this is my thing. And then I'm out there and we're not on a recorded line. And I could just be, like, really straightforward with him and exactly what happened. Be like, listen, dude, I just want these taillights replaced. Like, they're really, really hard to find. I know they're expensive. Let's just make it happen. I think that crease in that fender was already there. And they're like, yeah, okay. It had previously <laughs> been in a car accident, too, so it very well could have been. been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even more hilarious is after you got the check, the car was then Total, genuinely com- totaled out. Completely destroyed. Like, I got my check a week <laughs> after the new owner completely <laughs> blew the front end off of the car and just, like, took out the rear end of a Jeep at, like, Mach 5. <laughs> It's just, it was just like the whole car just fucking exploded. <laughs> I'm like, well, that sucks. That I'm car glad, was cool. I like. That I'm thing. glad I took off my carbon fiber hood. <laughs> Which then we sold back to its Kate previous and owner, and then oh, that was hood was totaled out. I so that hood. I ended up. I think actually I you was. You made more money off that CRX I think on insurance I, claims between the insurance claim and the hood that I sold yeah. back to Caden. I think I actually broke even on that CRX because I sold it for a loss. But once I sold the part, the hood off of it and that insurance, because I took, I took a, I took a thousand dollar L on it, and then yeah, actually I made eleven hundred dollars between the insurance and the hood. So. I made money on my box after that sideswipe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway, progress. And I great. didn't wash the yeah. car for ninety one days just in case they wanted to come see it, and they did. Oh, and you just didn't wash it. <laughs> I didn't wash it. I'm like, no, I want you to see the damage as it was. You don't believe my pictures? That's fine. I'm not going to yeah. touch it. So I drove the car with like just like smears all over the quarter panel and the wheel had like black shit on it. I'm like, I haven't touched the car. I've been driving it, but like, there you go. But anyway, it's not just progressive. I'm not trying to throw them anyway, under the bus. Yeah, it's every insurance company. But like, yeah. why the hell do they not have the people that pay them's best interest at heart? They yeah. waste so much money trying to screw you over. Whereas they could have just paid you a little bit more, had a less insulting offer to begin with, and then call it good. Well, see, the thing is, with insurance companies, I understand it's all about making money and everything, but like, you have such a profit margin from people, everybody right. else paying you. But in. they make huge profit even at their best dollar amount. Yeah. Why not just start there? Yeah, no, just like... That was with the SL. Like, I, I got the numbers after my dad totaled it. He's like, I'm like, well, send me all your insurance back and forth just so I make sure they're not throwing it under the bus. They gave him eleven five for the car, which was more than I could find any SL six hundred advertised for, and yeah. they wanted fourteen hundred dollars for the buyback. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, never take the first offer, so ask him to do better. But that's really good, <clears throat> and they did. I mean, it ended up, the buyback was free. Yeah. By the time we got done with that, I'm like, okay, farmers. Props to you. Like, I, I think it's because we know our agent so well. Yeah. And they're just like, just cut the bullshit. Like these guys know what's up, but like. I'm illustrating that if all insurance companies just, like, did, like, a thousand better than their first offer, they would probably close out 90% more claims on the first offer. Well, because you're not going to have assholes like you and me going in and treating like the Comcast guy. Because they're being assholes to you because they're deliberately undervaluing their shit Mm -hmm. and they know it. Yeah, and that's... 
that's kind of my thing with like with my cars and everything with like Comcast and all that is like Comcast, I guess. Is like if I'm you're, fine with if, throwing them yeah, under the bus. That's if, fine. If you're gonna be a dick, like I'm perfectly capable of being a bigger dick than you. Like we're gonna have a big dick. Contest. I am the spend a thousand to save a hundred guy. So you're the person. Sure. You're literally the guy that brought a a a, a, a personal criminal attorney. What kind of attorney? Criminal right? defense attorney. A, cr- a criminal to defense fight attorney. a one hundred and fifty dollars speeding ticket, three hundred miles from my home on a weekday. Yeah, that that's what you would do, and I I don't have. And it was one of the best. To do that, my but I would and I talk about else. it all the time over cigars. It's a lovely trip. But and like, I'm, you guys are the type of guys that will make someone cry. Oh yeah! If somebody is being an asshole to me, I don't consider my job done till there are tears from somebody. Other I than wait me. a long time to confirm, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. I will, I will Batman somebody for sure. I, I will absolutely <laughs> like if somebody's like being a dick. Like if you if you didn't get a fair shake from somebody, hundred mm-hmm. percent guaranteed they're gonna quit their job the next day. Like I I am entirely capable of being the biggest asshole in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and like I've never had to claim any insurance or anything like that. I mean, I've just there had, have been a few teenagers that, that have way. taken baseball bats to my car, but you know, I've had what. <laughs> yeah, there's a big dance. Is Wayne Brady about to, my... to have to choke a bitch? But anyway, so my car. And but yeah, I don't. I don't know why insurance so. is the way it is. Um, I'm just illustrating the point that I think if they 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 aimed ten percent higher than their bottom yeah. line, they would make thirty percent better than their bottom line. hundred percent. It's like it's like with Maury's like, or actually no, it's like if I'm brand trailer. I tell people. I think it applies to a lot of stuff. Yeah, but like on Brain Trailer, like I have people where they're like trying to like sell their car, be like, it's the greatest, it's the world's cleanest SL. I've never seen a cleaner R107 in my life. You need more jowl jiggle. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just like, I'm like, listen, dude, you, you drive a, you drive a, a great SL. You're right. It's a very nice car. It's very nice. But let's not say it's the best one. It might be. It might be. But. Let's just take it down a notch. Be honest. Tell me what's wrong with the car. Let's open up with that. Mm-hmm. Open up with your problem. Because if you and don't tell me, the commenters will find it, and like, they won't bid on your car. I'm, I'm working on a car right now. It's kind of that sort of situation. Um, but like, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, just I would be, be terrible at this job because be I'd piss forth- everyone off. Yeah, but I'm like, just be forthcoming at first, and then... Once you're forthcoming and you're honest, you have created that kind of mm-hmm. social contract yep. that you're not trying to screw them over. They're not trying to screw you over. And you get more money for your and car. And now you're, that's why you have a 5000 to $100,000 premium on every car and brand trailer mm-hmm. because you know you're getting a good thing as opposed to some asshole on Craigslist that's trying to say best R107 in the world. Yeah, you know what? Open up. Say, hey, this the is CIS a... CIS cold start injector doesn't work. This and... is a great R107. By the way, it got into... It's somebody, like, launched a cart at it at Mach 5 in 1987, and it has one accident report on its record because somebody decided they wanted to try to break the sound record in a parking lot. When we sell that Mercy Lago someday, that is going to be one of the most intense ads I ever read. I am... I want to write that car. <laughs> I want to write that so bad. And I guarantee, like, none of the shit that's happened to it matters at all. No. I'm just going to say this is Jenna Jameson's car. My opening photo of that car will be the right front three-quarter because I'm going to just – or no, the left front three-quarter. That's so where Jenna the... Jameson crashed at the <laughs> yeah. left 
quarter just before the uh, the rear wheel is where somebody ran into a boulder leaving a parking lot These with it. These are great. Like I love that. Like something like that if you if you came out and said this car was crashed by Jen Jameson, like by being forthcoming mm-hmm. like that, you're gonna make so much more money because this is a hilarious story. Yep. It's a great as thing. we include the Jalopnik picture from 2004. That's all pixely with her at the gas pump in this car. Yeah, exactly. So like that. This this is kind of what I'm talking about. It's like. Being forthcoming gets mm-hmm. you a lot further. Yep. Um, so speaking of being... We're really good at tangents. Yes, we are. We are really good um, at them. What I want to move on to is actually my one topic that I have written down. Um, actually, I've got two topics written down. I want to talk about really bad cars. I mean, we're here, so that's fine. So, okay, great. What I want to talk about is what is the best terrible car... This is actually how I wrote it. What is the best terrible car that you can make into a good project? Like a what? Jaguar XJS. Well, that's what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, because we were talking about that off air. Is I want. No, we talked about it oh, on, the did, yeah, 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 on the last yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are some like really just like truly um, some cars that like, go from like being pure trash to something? Example, a Ford uh, Fairmont Futura. Yep. That, the '80s Ford midsize rear-wheel yep. drive. Now those are all drag cars. Yeah, every single one's a drag car. So like. What are some other good cars? Are there? That's I said, a good answer. I mean, the XJS said, is the, way up the, there. The, the XJS, like a 90s XJS, is like way up there. I'm for thinking that. of stuff that's like rear-wheel drive and has a terrible engine to start with. I'm thinking personal luxury coupes from the 70s. Okay. So, so like, you and I are coming at it different. That's good. So I'm, I'm thinking like a Lincoln Continental, like Mark V. Actually, really any Lincoln Continental of any era. Cadillac like, CT, uh, not CTS, uh, Cadillac uh, Katera. The Katera is Katera. another terrible car. It turns into something Awesome car, really bad engine. So yeah. if you put an LS in it, like the it Mosler just, car, it's really good. It becomes good, yes. Because that is a CTS with an old body on it. That's all it was. Speaking of Mosler, I'm actually going to say, um, what was that? The, um, the Twin Star. That's their best product no, ever. No, what was their, oh my god, uh, Mosler made a... The 348? No, it was... Oh shit. The Conciliar. What's that? Oh, Just look it up. It's an 80s like GTP car for the road, and it has like, a Dodge. How do you spell on... it? C-O-U-N. Oh, I got it. It's yeah. in the top recommendation. Hold on. Let me turn on the screen cap. Those, that looks, the that looks really bad. That looks it, really bad. What are those uh, Grand Am wheels? I have no idea, but it's powered by a Dodge Omni engine. The turbo one or no? Yeah. A turbo one. That's actually pretty cool. So, uh, those are on Centros. Those are actually really hot. Uh, that's a really dope aftermarket wheel. But, um, yeah, Concilier, I think one of those. So like it's also a stock Bonneville wheel. Yeah. I would also I would say, like, a, um, like a SRT4 engine in one of those. So it would be really dope. Like, that would be a cool project. I assume car. it's mid-engine, right? Yeah. It's mid-engine, rear-wheel drive. Like, it was actually built to be... That looks so, like a really shitty old rendition of an Ultima GTR. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So Mosler actually made that before he made Mosler Automotive. This he made the Concealer. Can we just and, say that Mosler has probably the best name of any automotive tuner he's ever? He's up there. He's really up there. Mosler. I like Mosler. It's we, like that Top Gear thing where they race that E46 diesel. Like, oh, hey, cool million pound Mosler. I think um, like, oh, actually my, my, fa- yeah. my favorite name of any automotive tu- tuner is Escada. that should be a topic. Let's make that a topic at the end of the episode, because no, I, I have a blank one. But no, let's, make, let's put it in 181, because I want to do some research. Okay. I'll just uh, for I'll say my first pick, because I've got a ton. Iskadarian. Isky cams. 
That's that's totally fine. Iskadarian cams is up there. Cat, cat cams is better because it has the name cat in it. It is true. Um, but yeah, so what are some... Gianna, you like some weirdo cars. Yeah. What are some like like cars that are car objectively that bad, but you can make into something great? Well, you like the Dodge Omni. Bad. Well, the Omni's not a bad car. I guess it's not, no. It's not. Even the really garbage one's really good. Uh... I'm still thinking too. I don't know because like I don't like objectively bad cars. I think a GL10 if you I put an SR no, oh, uh, dude. STI engine. You put yeah. a Jaguar S-Type. Oh, God, That's actually a not a bad car, but it just was murdered with terrible engines. You know what I think would be really good? Um, a 2003 Thunderbird. Oh no! With like performance suspension. That had the 3.9 and liter. A Coyote. Yeah. V8 oh. Under the hood. That would be cool. That would be very can cool. You, um, can you mount any other transmission, manual transmission to the Coyote regularly other than the Ford one? Because I know the Coyote 5-liter Ford Trans is bad. It's an awful transmission. I the second think, gear synchro I, I, I think there's actually a... Uh, can you put the GT350 Trans on it? I, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure that there's a adapter kit Stop to put in a... Um, modular. It well, might work. No, I, I think you can put a... Um, CD 009. Oh, a, that'd be that'd be really good. 350Z oh, onto it. nice too. Okay, yeah. I think you can put one of those on. I don't know why the hell Ford hasn't fixed their second gear synchro problems on the the Coyote Ford, engine. Ford's never been able to make a good transmission. Well, they don't ever. make cars anymore. So well, yeah, I mean, ever. At what point did Ford make a good transmission? Well, they used the Borg Runner T5 for a while. That was pretty good. They didn't make it. That's true. Or a Tremec T5? <laughs> Tremec. Tremec T5, yes. I mean, they didn't make it. They've never made a good train. That's true. Like, isn't this the first longitudinal manual transmission they've made? Yes. And it's terrible. And it's a, it, it, yeah, it is, obviously, your freshman try. That, okay, why is it that manufacturers, they're like, all right, we'll give you a manual, no problem. And, and then they're just, just like, glass. yeah, what the <laughs> hell? It was like, it was like, uh, Saab. Yeah. They, they gave us a manual, like, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> You know how in Germany they <laughs> they make sure the transmission will take twice or three times the power yeah, it's rated for? Saab's like, Saab's like, this car is rated for 218 horsepower. I'm like, we tested it at 219, and it worked most of the time. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, true. why would you do that? I, I, you know, actually, Saab's, those are up there for another, like, terrible Saab, car. Saab, Volvo. Make yeah, great. but, like, what do you put in a transverse car? I'd make a Vigo would be kind of cool if you did some stuff with you lower you put in a just on I it. shared the post today about seven years ago today. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I bought I my Vigan. Yeah. I'm like, that was a cool car. I drove it for a couple of seconds. So the reason with I'm my a- second and fifth gears. The reason I'm asking this question is um, <laughs> the reason I'm asking this question is because my only experience to car culture for all of 2020 has been going to the Stinky Nugget meets at uh, Sonic and Bloomington. What the shit is a Stinky Nugget meet? It's a small meet between. Did me you and... go to Wise Guys? No, I didn't. Oh, I did. Um, but it's a small meet between uh, me and some of my friends that happens. My uh, friends in and I. Yeah, it happens in <laughs> Bloomington. I'll invite you next time I go. But uh, it happens in Bloomington uh, at the at the Wendy's, not the Sonic. Ah, good next door. Yeah, okay, next good. door. And uh, tell me what I should bring though when I go. I would say Blubsky if you could. But so what it, it is... would make it one direction. This is what the Stinky Nugget meet is. is <laughs> we're just bringing our cars. So it's like M- Miguel shows up. Nice. With like his thing. But like, so like Gunch, my buddy, that like puts it together. That's a hell of a name. How do you spell that? 
G-U-N-C-H. His real name is John, but we just call him Gunch. Sounds like Gooch. But anyway, his dad has uh, his old Hyundai accent, and he put Ronald Turbos on it. The wheels are oh. worth more than the car. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Those, yeah, I suppose the old ones are 4-bolt. Oh. Yeah, and then there's a, um, oh, I'm sorry, guys. a V12-swapped oh, oh. Grand National. I do like that. That's got the Mercedes uh, yeah, engine. Yeah, the Mer- Mercedes twin-turbo V12 was there. I forget that that car's local. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to not, that guy. He's, he, he works for Dakota Digital. It's, he's from South Dakota. He drives up. Um, That's awesome. I know, right? <laughs> but anyway, um, there's I, just, a, I have questions. That's there's all. a 3.3 V6 MR2 AW11 supercharged. 3MG? Nice. Yeah. Very, very cool car. I want to talk to him about the Mundial Challenge. Uh, the, uh, Let me it, tell yes, you about my Lord and Savior one, Mundial yeah. Challenge. Um, and then there's, Is it a TRD supercharger? Uh, yes, it is. Fuck yeah. It's, it, it's a really, really cool car. He's this had that episode car might get flagged because I think I'm on my third F-bomb there. <laughs> um, there's a – some other stuff, like really cool stuff. There's a Mark One Jetta Coupe with a 1.8 T-swap. That's really cool. Yeah, very, very cool. And is then, it a six-speed or a five-speed? I don't know. Ask Jack, uh, you know, since this car. But, um, Fine. I mean, that's the – Then Josh brings his – It's a great uh, shape and has the best Josh engine Josh show up made. to it. And, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so just point out the clear tubing on the uh, the intercooler. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, it, it's it's hilarious. I mean, it, it, all the cars are great. Like, it, it, it's I a see really, why it's you said really Blubsky. Yeah. No, so yeah, Blubsky would fit in perfectly. I'll I'll take the E30 M3 because that runs. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a, a good one. And but it doesn't yeah. overheat. Otherwise, it take Brexit. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun meet, and it's, so all these cars are kind of like really terrible cars that you can turn into something great. And that's what I was thinking about. It's like, what's a, like a, a perfect, wow, a, I have two of those. What is the stinkiest nug? Is what uh, I'm saying. Ford flathead swapped <laughs> E36 M3. <laughs> yes. That's what. <laughs> That'd be perfect. That'd be like the perfect car for this mate. <laughs> are you on unpopular carpanions on Facebook? No, it isn't. Or unpopular carpanions. I, I, I should be on this. Cause it's, I'm it's really good. But somebody said to like, it's where people post unpopular opinions about cars. Like do, nobody actually likes the sound of a Ford flathead V8, and I laid into this guy. False. I'm like that is so false that because is there the, is there's something that a, the wettest V8 in the entire creation of humanity. Literally the worst engine. Like that sounds great. It is so bad. It's good. Yeah. So like Gunch hates the the flathead. So what I always and he always oh, he perfect. also he hates flatheads and he hates gassers. So I always troll him with them. And our group so I should chat. put stock suspension back in the front of the E36 too. I said gas or E36, everything he hates. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> anyway, I shared a uh, gasser BMW I said uh, from Bring a Trailer, and he like almost had a heart attack because he's oh so God. angry. But um, yeah, no. This is the kind of car culture I'm, I'm about right now. Yeah, it, these are like the sort of millennials that are getting into Back oh, to I'm the Fifties. Well, no, it's I'm saying it's the people that are getting into the back. It's the next generation of Back to the Fifties sort of people, where we just get like, I want to go Back to the Fifties. I don't want to spend a lot of money. Let me just get the dumbest possible Back to the Fifties car. So something like that. That's fair. So, we also understand that there's a difference between best and goodest. You can most have most gooderest. The most gooderest. Yeah, yes. You. That. Having a shitty car isn't necessarily a bad thing. A shitty car just means... <laughs> shitty is very subjective. <laughs> exactly. A shitty car is like uh, I will. I will <laughs> peer over the, a shitty car for two hours, yes. and I will walk right by your build that's yeah, like, done immaculately. And I, that's I, the I thing. just don't there's care. There's nothing wrong with a shitty car. Like, a shitty car is great. Like, like This so looks fun. like it was all done with a $100 Harbor Freight Welder. It was. Yes, you were absolutely correct. And you drove it here? Two, two of them, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. On Harbor Freight jack stands. 
It actually broke halfway through. <laughs> I should bring one with me and a predator generator. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, th- that's what I was asking about what the uh, best bad car is because... I think we have a decent list there. I've, I've noticed that... Um, I guess Corey's going home. Yeah, Corey has surrendered early. Bye, Corey. But I think I've uh, decided that... Yeah, I didn't um, even say anything. What a prick. Since well, we're How are we supposed to sound engineer without him? Let me turn down his microphone. This, this is why... And I can see his car starting. He's just driving away. He said enough of these shitty cars. All he wants is good cars. Let's listen to him drive away. Anyway. Very quietly. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, what I was saying, just since all of 2020 for me has been going to this car meet, my like thought pattern on cars is becoming. How do you spell thought? T H O T. Pattern on That's cars. Correct. Thank you. Is becoming increasingly jaded as to what I actually like. Good. It's gonna make meets way better when we're finally done with this shit. Yeah, because like I, I don't like. I'm not gonna go to a meet and like get excited for an SDI. Like I don't care. I, but, like, if I see, like, a 1995 Lincoln Continental two-door with a Coyote, I'm going to that. That sounds awesome, because I had LED taillights in 1995, and that's cool. And they, they're they the only thing that still works on the car. <laughs> that's actually more impressive, because 1995 LEDs were not reliable. Well, the rest of the car wasn't very reliable either, so. <laughs> in tech. Anyway, let's move on. All right, fair enough. Actually, I think the... Okay. Oh, jeez. This one is me. The Wow. That's... Wow. My God. My topic is really, really not great now. Um, so... Jeez, sorry. Here. How about this? I'll, get, I'll give you a little bit of a, a lead-in. Did you see the BMW Isetta uh, Volkswagen Beetle gas or something? I Grand trailer? did, yes. yes. It looked very interesting. <laughs> it looked hilarious. I mean, yeah. It's, it's an Isetta, like, three-wheeler, I guess, at the front. It's and a four-wheeler. It had, yeah, they're four-wheelers. Little, and okay. they, they put, like, a trans like a transaxle from a Beetle in the back. With the Baja bug glass pipes <laughs> yes. on it. And it was painted bass boat green. Oh, I love <laughs> it. So anyway, both of these cars were pretty much born from Nazi Germany. Yes, they were. There you go. And I'm going to use that as my segue. So <laughs> the most recent set of tires I bought was a set of tires for Mr. Wags. <clears throat> and uh, a German was, car. Yeah, it was a German car, and I bought Continental tires because mm-hmm. I had heard great things about the uh, uh, dry weather summer tires for Continental, about them being kind of pilot super sport, good, but a little bit less money. Turns out uh, Continental is dealing with a lot of fallout because of a recent ad that they put out oh, no. that harkened back deliberately to their helping the Nazi German party get um, around. Their what? Yeah, so um, their ad said that they, in fact, I have it in the notes here. Pardon me on the stream. Uh, <clears throat> it said it, the advertising campaign slating that it was pivotal to Hitler's war machine. Um, Why are they advertising that? I would try to not advertise that. I don't know, but now I have regrets for having bought a set of Continental tires, because that seems kind of poorly. Yikes. Uh, So Continental, you should not do that, and uh, not be proud of your MAGA origins in the 1930s of the Germany with your Hitler. That's so don't buy Continental tires right now, at least. That's kind I of wouldn't. What I'm, yeah, that's it's really. Well, the good news I, is 
It's like Ford canceling all the sedans. I mean, that's it. That's really bad. Yeah. So um, don't, don't do that. And don't a, tattoo people and don't put there's a reason, yellow stars on their chest. And, there's a reason that Volkswagen says that they were born in 1947. Because it's the year after the war. Yeah. Ah. It was the year when they started. But it's re- It's when they started reproducing them. Yeah, but when, the thing is, they they were definitely going during the war. Yeah, so. there's like the whole commander wagon. Um, so anyway, as such, I actually want to talk about tires as yeah, well. Yeah, no, please take me away from this topic, because so, uh, I put it in earlier. I, I need wheels and tires for my van, because okay. I just am Looks done. fine to me. I am done dealing with my square inner r- wheels. The whole inner rim of my wheel is like a... So your, your wheels were designed in Canada? Uh, no, but they've turned into Canadian wheels thanks oh, to okay. potholes. All right, fine. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to be buying some new wheels. Um, and I'm going to be going to Fitment Industries because they have nice wheel and tire packages. They're pre-mounted, so I can just like slap them on. Sure. It's really nice. And they do really good deals with a bunch of cool brands like Koenig and other things like that. We're not sponsored by them. I just think they're cool. You um, don't have to settle with like the off-the-shelf discount box brands. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have to put on like. You don't want to put box wheels. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, box, box wheels. Box so my, oh. What I can do with this? My brain doesn't work. So a set of four Koenig hexagrams. Also Koenig. Talk about a wheel coming that went from being pure shit to being actually really cool in, like, literally two years. I mean, it doesn't take much. All I have to do is make good product well, that's for a little did. bit. As they, like, turned around, they changed their logo mm-hmm. on their nice wheels. Oh, really? And they still make their, tr- they still make their garbage hmm. for Discount Tire. Excellent. But now they have, like, a nice wheel brand, which is great. That's what Hip has on his 240 now. He's got hmm. Koenigs. And actually, they make some cool wheels. It's always been a great name. I mean, I remember playing... Midnight Club or something yeah. on my PSP and like oh I want the Koenig whatever's and there you look at the wheel and like oh it looks awful yeah no it wasn't great um so anyway <laughs> well, I'm gonna probably get some Koenig hexagrams <laughs> which are actually we want to bring them up on the screen yep. um you can see what I'm talking about like with Koenig wheels suddenly making cool looking wheels like they went from being making like their like double split spoke whatever trash or discount tire to like yeah making that. Like, that's a cool-looking wheel. Yeah, that looks pretty nice. So, Dude, those look great on the Fiat. Yeah. Uh, so a set of four of those with Nitto Neogen tires uh, for my van, 18s, I'm going to be looking at about 1500 bucks. They are delivered to my front door with tires installed. Already mounted Not, and everything. Yeah. Nice. So I just need to bolt them onto my van. So That's pretty good. That's a really good deal. That was always a huge selling point for me back in the day with tire rack because I'm like, oh. Just, Their prices are a little yeah. bit higher, but like I don't, it I, comes mounted and balanced, especially I, when TPMS started coming out yeah. too. It's like I don't want to deal with that shit. I really like hundred percent don't like nothing wrong with going to a mechanic shop, mm-hmm. but like if I don't have to go to one, I don't want to go to one. Right? Yeah, especially and all right of your now. Friends that used to mount tires don't do that anymore. So yeah, it's not so like you like, couldn't be like, hey, can I come in after hours? Yeah, like, I don't. Take, I can't like, call Chris Lee like, and be like. I, like, even an appointment during hours, but I know it's you. Yeah. Well, my other thing is, like, I just bought these wheels. So, like, historically, I've had, like, Mugans. I've always had nice wheels in my cars, with the exception mm-hmm. of my van. Um, every single time I take it to a tire shop, I'm always really worried that I'm going to get my well, wheel back all... Mugans. Yeah, I'm going to get my wheel back all screwed up. Like, I don't want to deal with that level of bullshit. Like, I'm not going to the cheapest place to have my tires mounted. Like, yeah. I'm going to the best place, because I don't want to, like... 
you know, I get that. I guess I haven't ever really had an issue with the, I think that, that the nicest, but, like, but the I call ahead and make an appointment with like the Ferraris and stuff. With the exception of the Lamborghini, the I most did have to take that yeah. to Samaritan, which but is I mean, known for dealing with stance wheels and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's the thing that is like, with the exception of Lamborghini, you haven't had fancy wheels really. I mean, the fancy. Well, I'm gonna take the Ferrari to discount tire. Those are magnesium and they're very thin paint finish. Thanks, Ferrari. So anyway. You're, you're, but I mean, like, you, you don't have like the. It's not like me where it's like literally every wheel I've ever had, like the least sought after wheel I've ever owned on one of my cars yeah. was a Gozeigen uh, FN01RC, which is a very sought after wheel. You have very rare, valuable wheels. Sorry, wheels. I just have very expensive wheels. Yeah, that's and the that's difference. The thing. Like, like, I can replace mine. It's just very expensive. Mine are literally irreplaceable. Yours don't exist. Yeah, yeah. like my Gozeigens were in the. Exact so size. We have similar in, worries, yeah. but for different reasons. <laughs> it it kind of goes like our entire friendship. Like that just kind of goes like we have similar <laughs> worries for different. <laughs> yes, exactly. Carbonage podcast. Similar <laughs> worries for different reasons. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, with these new mine's wheels, just anxiety. I really yeah, you love just that. Have, you just have worries. To... Yeah, that's why. That's why you bridge us. That you're the trifecta. Yeah, because just, you just I, have. You're I, always worried about everything. Anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I used to have really bad anxiety too, so I empathize with that. Yeah. So, um. Mine's crippling. It's great. It's with, a fun time. With Koenig, with these Koenig wheels from um, from Fitment Industries, I have um, the option to finance them where I only have to pay $95 a month. And if For I how pay, long? Fuck, I don't know, like eight years. years. <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> That's a terrible deal if it's eight fit, years. If it's it, one year. I, I, all right, so 1500 divided by 95 Whatever that would be. that I can't do. I think that's like 20 years. With interest, it might be two years. Yeah, like two years. So I could do that. Or if you pay within the first six months, you can now get a very nice set of wheels without impacting your life. Yeah. Okay. So, Small chunks of cash over a long period of time is nice. I mean, yeah, that's why I do we like finance that. cars. Now, this so. is my question. Okay. How do you feel about financing car parts? The, okay. The biggest issue I would have with that is, like, the, the people that offer the financing is almost always so predatory. Oh, it's always yeah. super. Trust me. This is, not, this is like... Bad credit card. And I mean, the 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 thing you're you're referencing, I'm sure it's a firm or something. Yeah, like firm. That, actually, that was okay. actually a firm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great if you pay it off within six months. If you don't, you have been accruing really high interest the entire six month period, and it smacks you on month number seven. Yeah. So like, great if you pay it off in six months. Really, really bad if you're one of the poor unfortunate souls that yeah. doesn't. It's kind of like Columbia House DVDs or CDs. Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. And then you forget to cancel it one month, and you're like, why did I just pay $98 for Stevie Wonder's Beyond the Blues on DVD? Yeah. <laughs> and then you cancel it, but like you have a really bad taste in your mouth because you did yeah. it. Audible yeah. Audible did that to me several times. Audible, it was worse back in the day, yeah. yeah it was really bad. Um, I, Audible screwed my pooch numbers of times. Oh, my. Your poor pooch. And like I always ask Ryan, like, hey, can I use one of your free books this semester to get one of my textbooks and he's like oh sorry i just used my credits why don't you do the free trial and i'm like all right cool will you remind me it's one of those things i totally forgot to remind her and they tried and then i canceled it immediately because i was like adhd i'm not going to remember to cancel this oh yeah without calendar reminders i would have to do the same thing it it took back all my credits so all the books that i had been paying for oh no took so i had been paying for it for like six months and they took my six credits as soon as I canceled it, they were null and void. That's pretty shit. Yeah, so, and that's happened to me three times. I really so, hate subscription so. stuff. This is my thing. Okay. How do you feel? So with with financing car parts, Yeah. at what point 
Do you think if it's something where you could normally afford it, but you're just trying to avoid having the pain say, in the ass? If you have the cash in your account to buy the thing, but you do it anyway, fine. Yes. Yeah. But if you don't, and you are at all on the fence about being able to swing that in that amount of time, if you have to run your finances, do not do that. I would say this. There's this thing called optimism bias, where you're okay. biased to be like, yeah, I can do this. I can totally do this. Like, I just yeah. had one weird paycheck, and I can't quite afford it right now, but next paycheck I will be able to. Yeah, that's like an optimism bias. Okay. So That's a yikes bias to me. What, it's The actual term for yeah. that is optimism bias. That's a so great word. I'm going to have to you're file this away. You're biased for being optimistic about your is situation. Is there a pessimism bias? Yes. I'm sure I have there that. Is. There is. Yeah. So, like, the optimism – yeah, I have, a op, I have a pessimism where I'm like – I don't think I can do something until I have definitive proof that it's possible. That's why I own a house now. So actually, I, I would say, rather have that. Like, like, that weird, I great. have so much money in my bank account right now. How did that happen? Oh, right. But, I still have a job. Yeah. So like an optimism bias is being oh like, I can totally do this. I can make this happen. I just need to work hard for it. Mm-hmm. That's an optimism bias. Once you get, once you go, I have to for, I, I have to blank for blank to happen. Yeah. That's an issue. If it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, I can just do this. Well, and again, like, like, wheels and tires is not something you buy regularly. Like, no. this is something that happens every couple of years. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I think things like wheels and tires. Yeah. Coilovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Even, like, if, a catastrophic random engine yeah, failure or something like that. that like, that I would finance something like that. Yeah. That's fine. If it's something like, if you're going on maperformance.com and you're, oh, and you're seeing what your monthly payment is for, like, a cold air intake, don't do that. Dude, that. I see monthly payment crap on Amazon purchases. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. Right? Well, because whenever you have a firm on something, so I, I use it in my performance because like, I knew how the back end of their website worked back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, but like, you no, know, a firm would just always pop up. It would always, like, the way a firm works is it gives you the monthly payment. If you're looking at that and you're like, I can hit yep. that monthly payment. I can't I hit can the top it. number, but the bottom number, I got that one. That's your issue. I think, but if you're financing wheels and you can afford it normally, or like just, maybe throw it on a credit card, but you just want to just like get it done with and just be like not have it affect your your overall credit card. Being yeah. someone who thing. doesn't yeah. make a ton of money and I've been trying to purchase things for the house, I've I, fortunately I've been able to do a lot of work through school because we we can't let students do it right now. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing like I've been going down almost every weekend to Tracy and I get stipends for doing that. So I've put all my stipends and my extra financial aid into savings, mm-hmm. and so I'm like. Okay, I have money for this, sure. but if something happens, happens yeah. I don't want to have that like, well, three hundred dollars so, out of my. And that's the thing. That's called account. being realistic. But yeah. these people have optimism bias. They don't think about if that happened. Right. They think of the best case scenario, and they're like, "Yeah." Those this, aren't the people that yeah. understand that you're supposed to have a seven month supply of cash on hand at all time in yeah. case yeah. something happens. And yeah, it's and like, even I don't do that. No, I, I don't. That's I, insane. I mean, yeah. I, I do a three month. <laughs> Because that's all I can, like, that's just too much money. I'll spend it if it's more than that. Yeah. I've got, like, a, I might have a two-month. If I if I stretch things, I can make a two-month. Yeah, like, I never looked thing. into it until COVID started, yeah, and then I looked the into it. Oh, when, when COVID, I was three like, months. That's actually the thing. With COVID is I lost my job, and I'm like, wow, thank God I've got a two-month thing. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I, I think we haven't talked about house, that probably yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, like, for me, because I get all these stipends and, like, they're not taxed, but I can't rely on them, like, monthly. They're just something that comes occasionally. Right. And, like, sometimes I only get paid for, like, one day of work, even though that I'm there for two days just because of weird college stuff. And, like, it's also supposed to cover my expenses for when I'm down there. So, 
If there's we like a per ended diem up just, on top of that then, or is it something No, else? it's just flat rate because it's okay. going through a grant. It's okay. not actually sure. the college okay. paying for mm -hmm. it. So, like, sometimes my professor, if there's not a lot of extra people, she'd be like, oh, I'll just put you all on my card, and then we'll, you know, that way she can run it through her expenses, and then that okay. gets charged. Nice. Whereas, like, it won't get charged for me. So, like, sometimes I spend $200 in that weekend, so I have to do that 300 even though that i'm oh it's nice to have the the ability to like go and do that i mean it's, yeah, it's so your like time it's travel it's all that but like knowing that at least you're you're bringing something in to yeah the, like, so that's why i've been thinking about a firm because like i can afford it but if i have to go down and then yeah wait two weeks for this 300 dollars, i'm like if you do it works. once for a high ticket random item i totally get it but like yeah. the folks i think use it or like, like the errands of the world. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking of. Or people like that. So like, if it's one of those things where it's like, better. if you need to do that, you shouldn't do it. No. Right. And if I think if you find yourself using it, I think using, it's predatory. I think if you find yourself using 100%. vehicle financing more than once every few years, I think that's when you find yourself with an issue. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that's the thing. I like the idea of it because that gives me the ability to say like get new wheels for my van once I'm all moved into my house and I can like, mm -hmm. then I can just do my wheels and my brakes just, at the same time. Yeah, unfortunate it just makes timing, sense. but yeah, that'd be good. But like that way I can, you know, once I'm all moved in, I can do everything all at mm -hmm. once. Then it's as, done. <laughs> as opposed to like, I can do everything all at once, but now I have to eat some like ramen noodles on like Tuesday or something like before payday. Like, you know, it's just one of those things it where it's like. It also doesn't help that he lost oh, his debit card. Oh my God. That was all for Pete's sake. Second week of pay. <laughs> so like I have had a few days off of work. Well, honey, that, that has nothing to do with this and, situation. Like, I know, but that, it's just. Funny, that's though. just another annoying. <laughs> I've had the but most yeah, annoying. So it's just like one of those things <laughs> I have so much money that I can't use. <laughs> where like he has the money, but like he cannot. Like, he has That's to go great. to the ATM oh to, get, to get it. So I was just such a pain for everything. Ass. And I'm like, Ryan, I have $95. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, Please I... stop. And he's like, but we need towels for the house. And I'm like, I have $95. <laughs> it's like, it's like, but the towels are $13. <laughs> I give her like, I Zell or 100 bucks. Yeah, and he keeps selling me, which is great, except for my Zell automatically goes to my savings. So, I bet. <laughs> so she's just got a shitload of money in savings now and like no money to Live on. So I'm like Ryan, starting to use my credit card. <laughs> and she's at she's she was at six, as of she's at like I don't know her like sixth deposit from her like yeah. her savings of to her checking. And I've already been putting like because oh like God. whenever I travel, I use my credit card. So like yeah. I've made several trips, so I've been paying it off. And so like my credit card's really high right now and, and i've made like seven payments in one month oh yeah and my bank's like um what are you doing and it's I'm fine like, i make it's, multiple it's, credit card so payments it, a month my only fans but anyway so that's separate from the affirm thing Woo. i will be using affirm i decided i was going to and i decided Just make sure you pay it off within but six this months. is my thing i also decided that I was going to do it once I have my other shit handled. And my only reason for using it... Just to try it? Well, it's just to, because it's a convenience. Okay. It's just one of those things where it's like I, like, I like looking at my checking account and seeing a comma in both the checking and the savings instead of just in the savings. I get 
Yeah, I mean, there's a certain like buffer you keep in all facets yeah. of your and life or whatever. Thing. And it like high school, like, oh, I got a hundred bucks in there. Hell yeah! Yeah, and that's the thing is like, and then you get your first car payment. Like, I need at least a thousand dollars buffer in there, and then you buy a house, and like, I need at least like four or five grand in there. Otherwise, exactly. I'm freaking the fuck exactly. Out. And so that's the thing with a firm, it allows you to have that buffer. Yep. Because like, like, well, if, if I can't swing that, I can swing a monthly payment. And that's the thing is like the other thing is like. Say, let's say the worst thing in the world happens, mm-hmm. like COVID happens. Well, part two. Yeah, exactly. Electric boogaloo. Let's say, let's Electric say, CNN. It's let's CNN say now. you just you just spent fifteen hundred dollars on wheels. You're a middle class person, and you did that. I would have March, murdered you. In no, your no. Sleep. One say you did that March eighth. Eighth. Yeah, <laughs> like March eighth, twenty twenty. You just bought some wheels. Well, you don't think the world's yeah exactly. You don't think the world's about to fucking end. I love that we were both thinking of, like, <laughs> it was bad in February, but, like, where in March did we realize, like, start really What was the oh shit Reckoning. Yeah, and that was when they shut down Seattle, which was, like, March First 7th, day of the March second 9th. week. Yeah. yeah. I bought. <laughs> it's the second week of March. Was the so worst apparently week March 8th was the worst day ever. I yeah. bought. A train! Oh, oh, my God, there's a train! The economy's back! It's going the wrong way. But no, that means it's sending things out of town. Also, I apologize to all headphone listeners. You have to understand, this train has not come through here. It comes through, but it only goes that direction, so I can't get them to toot toot. But the thing is, is you see it come through once in a while. This is the first time I've seen it since COVID. That's how bad the economy is. We haven't been down here that much. But anyway, so... um, Sorry, I I I like the sound effect. But Um, anyway, so... Yeah, I bought vintage furniture the second week in March... Yeah, and, um, exactly. It's, it's that. That's that, why my actually. credit card is it. so high because I was just like, oh, I can pay for it, but I should put it on my credit card. And then I couldn't pay, pay it down because I was card. like, I need to keep my savings because are we going to close down or, or not? And so, so that's the thing. With a firm gives you that after this whole co- like post-COVID mindset everybody has now, it's like, oh, shit, this is why you have savings. Yeah. Um, a firm will give you the ability you need those wheels because like in my case when i step on the brakes it literally has broken one of the tabs off of my climate control so the whole climate control swings back and forth about 15 degrees that sounds like it breaks more than wheels or tires well no it's a combination of the two because before it shook a little bit because the wheels this is a long train the economy is getting better (laughs) the trains i have seen have been very short yeah this is a a big boy the economy's back boy um but anyway so yeah, between the brakes and my wheels, my, my whole car shakes. It's one of those things, if you're in one of those situations where you, you actually need this part, mm-hmm. like, this will keep you, like, getting that part, and you still have the oh shit kind of thing, where it's like... Coming from the man who works from home. Yeah, and, but I mean, the thing is, like, the, the worst case scenario is that, you know, yeah, you know what, you can't pay it off that six months, but you still have a $95 a month payment. You're just paying it a, a lot longer. You're, just, you're paying a hell of a lot more. Yeah. But you're also... Not if, gonna, but be, if you're borderline and you're, and you're planning to take yeah, a exactly. year plus to pay it, don't do it. Yeah, it's one of those things. You can if you need to, but don't plan on it. For don't, emergency yeah. expenses, it's better than being stuck I with think the full that, emergency expenses. I think that's the right way. If you to bought talk a Tiguan and somebody told you not to, and you had to put timing chains in it, use a firm. Yeah, that's what a firm is for. There you go. As opposed, I think that's that's a good top tip to end that segment on. Fair enough. I, I want to hop over to another terrible vehicle. We just talked about a Tiguan very briefly. And oh, uh, yes. oh, shit, am I getting paywalled? So, <clears throat> this I don't warms yet, don't my worry. heart 
absolutely warms my heart. The two worst selling vehicles in the entire country right now are CUVs. Good. And they're both garbage Mitsubishis that aren't the Mirage. Good. Hell yeah. Yep. So they are the Eclipse Cross and the Outlander. Good. Good. That is that is pretty much all I want to talk about on this because they're CUVs and I feel gross even saying it, but can we just say that it was a huge mistake for everyone that canceled all of their car production to cancel all of their car production no, once more? No, because yeah. they, they haven't all been like going out of business yet, but I really hope they do. That would be really good, so I hope they go out of business soon. But uh, I, I hope the Mirage is one of the best-selling vehicles, and I'm glad that the CUVs oh, I'm sure it is. Are, are just dead. I want to talk about something that isn't a car though, that I actually really liked. Let's um, do it. I want to talk about the Mazda Bongo. What? What the is a Mazda Bongo? Is it like <laughs> a musical instrument? <laughs> uh, why, why don't you just type in a 1970 Mazda Bongo van, oh, and you'll understand how fun these are. Look how cute that is. This reminds me no, of that the, really racist song from the Andrews. Yeah. Bongo, bongo, bongo. The I delay. Don't leave the the Congo. Congo. Oh, this no. uh, this keyboard's getting worse. There we yeah. go. That's pretty representative. That that's exactly. That is what also bongo 224 like. pixels. There we go. That's a good. One. That's a good photo. I feel like these were all taken with digital cameras in 1999. Well, but, you know it. So this next thing will make sense. So in Japan, uh, in the uh, Chugoku region um, of Western Honshu. Where, uh, oh, I, vi- I visit there all the time on vacation. So that's like where Hiroshima is. Um, oh, where the bomb went off. Yeah. So elderly people often are called bongos because okay. they drive these so often. Because, I mean, look how cute it is. It's a perfect old lady grandma. Van. It has a little tongue. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> but, oh, you want to be cooler inside? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mazda finally discontinued the bongo. I'm really bummed. Just now? Yes, this year. Well, they've uh, they've updated it several times. That's the first generation. That's just my favorite one. They're on their fifth generation now. But they just discontinued it permanently. I'm really sad. Um, that is kind of sad. Yeah, isn't it sad? So, and it's because of Mazda's tie-up with Toyota. What happened to Mazda's like endearment with their car design? Like, what wh- the culture that made that is not the same culture that like doesn't procreate anymore. Yeah, and I don't know. It's really weird. I think what what it was is they went through a like they got thirteen year recession. Oh, and that kind of made everybody very sad. So this is a newer model. Yeah, look like how happy it still looks. Channel, look how cute this is even today. No, it's pretty stinky. It's too. smiling at you. It does have a very large jawed. And when you look at smirk, the newest body style, uh, like a twenty twenty Mongo, they're yeah, still, still very happy. They're still pretty happy looking. But anyway, they're being discontinued because Mazda's tied up with Toyota, um, and they are. It kind of is just one of those things that got caught in the mix. Kind of like how Dodge had the Dodge Colt, and then they also had the Plymouth Horizon and the, ah, Omni, the okay. Dodge Omni. Sure, Whereas, like, cannibalizing. Colt, yeah, they were cannibalizing their own sales. Sure, 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 sure. So uh, the Bongo will live on, but not through a Mazda name. The Hatsu's going to start making it. Perfect. I know, right? So now Mazda's going to make a mid-sized minivan. The only thing that could have made that better is if Zamyad... Admit the Zamyad Bongo. But don't wait. I'm not done. It's not Zamyad. Don't wait. But it's the Indonesian made Grand Max. Which B- is. Is it going to be called a Bongo, though? Yes. A, a Grand Max Grand Bongo. bongo. <laughs> That's a great name. Can you please print that in 80s vinyl and put <laughs> it on the door? Totally. The Grand Max Bongo. That sounds great. 
But anyway, so the bongo is like, so the bongo, if you're, if you're listening on audio, as most of our listeners do, the bongo is like Mazda's equivalent of like the Toyota van wagons of the 80s. It looks was, like a high ace kind of wheelbase Yeah, it was like a high ace. It was a van wagon sort of thing. When I first pulled up the 1970s version, it actually reminded me of a Subaru 360 pickup. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It looks like that. It's the same kind of body style. So they've kept and if you don't know going. what that is, stop listening to our podcast. No, don't actually stop listening to our podcast because we like you listening to it. Fine, listen you'll to get, us, I guess. You'll get more smarter by listening to us. Smarter. You're going to get to be the most more smarterest, and then all your friends are going to be this jealous. Yeah, they're you. all going to be the jealous. They'll be like, wow, who's the big brain man over there? But um, So I just think it's, it's kind of a bummer that Mazda's going to be canning officially the bongo, but I am at least endeared that it's going to live on in – Dahatsu is going to make a little bit of a bigger vehicle. So that makes me, it's, you know, it's a net gain, I guess. It's a net gain. Because now. Big, big Max Bongo or whatever is going to be pretty good, too. The Grand Max Bongo. Grand Max Bongo. <laughs> the Grand Max Bongo. <laughs> they just call it the Max Bongo. But I think it's just, you know, Toyota's canceling the Mark II. They're finally canceling the Cressida. Mitsubishi is finally canning the, the Payro. And when we heard about the Bongo going away, we're like, oh, no. And then we found out Dahatsu is doing it. So we're like, all right. If you're in an orchestra or a, a symphony or percussion or whatever, and you have sheet music for your bongo, I feel like the crescendo at the end would be called the Grand Max Bongo. <laughs> right? That'd be yeah, great. See that printed like that. on the sheet, the only, sheet music? The only bummer is, is that, like, it's one of those cars where it's just, it's so centralized to one region of Japan loving that car. Mm-hmm. When they are closing that plant that they've made the bongo in for like its entire It'll life, it'll be like the uh, Ford factory closing. Nobody's gonna with care. the Ranger. Yeah, like it's gonna affect this one community, and nobody else on earth doesn't give it any mm-hmm. fanfare. So, and like even that community is probably just like, oh no, I'm like, oh, wait, when was the last time you bought a bongo? Like, I never well, bought my, a bongo. My, my grandma yeah. has one. Like, that's like great. Yeah. So As anyway, you pull away in your gosh, Chevrolet you just brought, like back memories that I didn't realize I had about Uh-oh. the Ford plant closing. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like... Remember all those news stories about like... Oh, well, like my best closing. friend moved because of it. Huh. And yet the site is still in limbo. But and yeah. so... Anyway. anyway. The bongo shall live on. Alright, so our final topic. I actually <laughs> want to talk about... Unfortunately, Corey left, so he can't even interject on this topic, the idiot. But his oldest sister... Uh, Katie has a 2004 Accord EX manual. Okay. Uh, she's looking to get rid of it and get a new vehicle. Uh, she is currently looking at rubbish crossovers that Ooh. aren't manual. But I had a couple suggestions, and I was curious what you guys all thought. That somebody that currently drives a decently well taken care of manual 04 Accord EX. You know what? What? What should they end up in? So I'll go last because I have my so shit a, written down. A manual Accord EX. Yeah. So leather. Two thousand four. Still an it's, Accord. It's K twenty four. So it's not the greatest. No, but it has the good powertrain. It's it's more engaging than you would expect it to be. That Scott drove it. He's like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's not good, but it's more. Enga- it, it, it's, it's a better good, than an element. It is a good stinky nugget. That's what it is. It is it's a good a, stinky It's a nugget. stinky nugget. That's what that car is. If you have to transmute yourself across the town in a washing machine, that's a pretty yeah, good like one. Yeah, that, like, that's, it's the best bad car. Mm-hmm. Or it's, yeah, that, that's what that is. Um, so looking for something that's going to be better than that realistically. Actually, oh, sorry, in sub-15 grand, but used. Sub-15 grand used? Ideally less than five years old. Mm. I'm a, my first one's going to be more than five years old. 
That's fine, as long as it's not more than, like, we'll say seven. Like, it's got to be relatively low miles. An ES250 with a manual. That's a really good option. Those are 07. Or, sorry, not ES, sorry, IS250. I, I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah IS250 with I think those manual. are 08 only. But, uh, yeah, I think, well, <clears throat> IS250, really... yeah, that would be a very, very good one. They were only sold with a six-speed for the first year. So, all right, this is the thing. The IS250s, the IS350s, that is my go-to car for people that want engaging driving experience but don't want to deal with the bullshit of having an engaging car. Mm-hmm. Because that is, like... You don't have the weird shit that BMW has, where it's like, I, I know BMW's great, but they've got weird shit. As I'm typing this, I thought of another one, sir. You, don't, you aren't dealing with the actual garbage that you get with having a Subaru. You're actually getting a good car. And it's a little bit more upscale, so it's a little bit more impressive than saying you drive a Mazda. So uh, that's a car. Um, aside that friend Joe, she, was, mm-hmm. she crashed her RAV4. I, I, I got her into an, a Lexus IS250 six-speed. Oh, all-wheel yeah. drive because she needed all-wheel all drive bar, after yeah. after after like it, like understeering into like a guardrail with her Rav Four. She was terrified of not having all-wheel drive. So, <laughs> God, it's just one of those things where it's like if you, it like I get it. So, I would say IS two fifty would be okay. a great, a really 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 <laughs> solid pick. That's a that's a good option. I mean, it is on the older side, but you could probably find one for sub fifteen. That's pretty I'm well taken care of. Also going to go with. I think for sub fifteen grand, you might be able to get a higher mile Subaru Impreza Sport manual. You definitely could because she's looking at like, uh, what do you call the Forester? The Forester like fifteen Forester manuals. I think that'd be a great car. That's a terrible car because it runs zero to be a fifteen. Well, I mean, you can put other oil in it. Yeah, but the person that had it before you won't have done that. No, and that's and it has every a, Subaru. And it has an FA. So the oil pump's going to fail. And that's the thing. That's why I always say, that's why Subaru always takes second place to my, to the, I, the IS250 and the IS350. I have this on mute. <laughs> it's on mute. That's that was, you have to like double check which one. Um, Jana, what are you thinking about? What, what, what do you think would be a good option um, for her? I don't know. Oh, another Accord. Yeah. I did think of, okay, well, I'll get on to my topics once you guys are done. Um, Do you want to think about while Burger's going over his? I have nothing in my brain. My brain does not exist that's right fair. now. That's fair. So I understand. Like, I understand. Don't worry. That's just fine. It's yeah. been a long time it's, since it's, Carbitrage, too. It's been a long time <laughs> since Carbitrage. You know what? And what? I've been wearing Crocs, so my brain Oh, no! Exists. I would say okay, a, good, fi- a right Fiesta well, ST. That's... Actually, a pretty good answer too. Uh, it's to be sporty. It's to be fun. It's four doors. Yeah. The only thing that would the only thing that I think would perturb me from saying that is my first pick is it feels as small as it is. But like that's, but that's fine. She, she's. But I mean, yeah. it's also it's also sporty and fun. So I think like I think like, that's a good this answer. This is kind of fun. But oh my god, I'm having a lot of fun. She's been driving uh, Corey's Fiat 124 and she loves it. So okay, then yeah, I think fine. a fist would be a great car for her. I do love that. Those are called fists. Yeah. Um, so I, I have answers that I premeditated thought about, and I'll read those last. Uh, as you were reading that, and you said IS250 manual, I thought W204 Mercedes C300 mm-hmm. manual. That is a very interesting, very good car that can be purchased in excellent condition for and under what, that. The W204? That, 08. Yeah, 08. Yeah, 08 to say, 10. Yeah. yeah that, so it's going to be a little... That's a good car, yeah. Those are, those are so classy. It's, it's outside of the Chrysler era. Mm-hmm. But it's before this is before everything yeah. went really bad. This is these are as reliable as the W one forty era cars. They're really, really good. 
the ones I premeditated, though, the car I think she should actually buy, a 2015-ish Mazda 3 Grand Touring Hatch 6-speed yep. with the 2.5. I think you're right. I absolutely agree. And I actually, the number one reason why I didn't say that was my first pick is because I saw you wrote that down. I I just like it's one of those things where like you probably go through the same thought process like what do you currently drive what do you do okay that's you yeah buy that yeah like that's yeah. done like it's way more practical than what you drive it's way better fuel economy it looks better it's reliable it's actually pretty fast like the two five yeah. is not a slouch this is the other thing um it doesn't have the insurance premium that a luxury brand has I mm. did not even think about that yeah it will be cheaper to insure than a Lexus. And I looked, I actually went on several sites and found these, and there are several local examples that are yeah. max trim with like 40,000 miles that for sub-15. You're going to get more car in that than you could for any other brand. And price I range. would rather drive a C300 manual, but I guarantee that Mazda 3 is a better decision. Yeah, yes. that, that Mazda, it's like me. Like, I would tell everybody, if I had my way, and what I used to tell everybody is, get either an EF Civic or get an AW, AW11 MR2 or a Supra. Those are the three cars you need in life. And those work for... As long as you have all three and you can maintain the other ones that are broken. Those are the cars that work for me. Yeah. <laughs> and only me. I, I have, and I hate to say this, I have recommended a CX-5 to somebody before. Because if you are going to buy a garbage-ass crossover, you Get may as well buy the garbage. one that drives the best and yeah. will break the least. That's, yeah. that's, that's fair. And the one that you could, once upon a time, get in two-wheel drive flavor with a stick shift. You know, it's like me when people say, like, I need to get a crossover. I just tell them to say, I, 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 instead of fighting with them anymore, I just say, yeah, get a RAV4 V6. That's the best one. Well, the old RAV4 V6 was great. The newer RAV4 suck. Well, as I said, V6, because they don't make the V6 RAV4 anymore. Touche salesman. That's a said Touche salesman. Touche salesman. <laughs> and they're like, why do I need the V6? Yes. And I just like come up with some bullshit. I Dude, say, when I those... say they, they depreciate slower and they have better towing capacity. Well, when like, those like, first came out, we were genuinely cross shopping an E93 35i and a RAV4. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> that good. It's literally 30 MPG, right 0 to 60 in 6 seconds. Um, well, it's also really important yes, to show sucks. them like oh. examples of your friend's car. Because, like, the Mazda 5 has sold so many people on Mazda 5. Yes. It's insane. Random like, people on Craigslist, actually. Yeah. 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 And I've looked at those, too, but, like, the, the fact of the matter is, like, the newest one that offered the six-speed in the garbage trim after yours... There goes my Eminem. ...is is not new anymore. No, like that, yeah. That's an old car, so I have trouble recommending it to somebody that won't maintain their garbage. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> but a Mazda 3, Grand exactly. Touring, and that's the thing five. When I recommend a Lexus, yeah, like that's a, such an easy recommendation. Like you can get anybody into a ten-year-old Lexus. That won't break either. Because what you say is, people are like, "Well, it's all old." And I say, "Yeah, Matt Farah drove one ten million miles. He cleared the odometer on it. Actually, he cleared it to say nine 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 nine. But I mean, it, he didn't roll it over. It just maxed and, out the and odometer. And that was a that was a one UZ, which had a couple things that weren't perfect. Yeah, like the. So, Actually, his was, like, the most reliable Free one. GR? I, I don't know. Whatever that 2.5 liter V6 is. That, I know that's it's not a, good a Lexus, engine. but everyone that drives my Toyota Sienna, which has not been maintained to... <laughs> my dad is in love with that. Yeah, He's like, everyone who drives it is like, point. this drives so nicely. It does. And I, I'm like... I drove a, a 3.5 one on, the, on Brainerd with Cruz hanging out the back. Yeah. I'm like, this actually isn't it's that terrible. The exa exhaust There's a reason is people modify so them. hard. I get embarrassed in drive throughs um, it's almost a thousand miles over an oil change just because I haven't been able to well, afford it. COVID. And like, 
It's just like it's still chooching and she I does fine. She doesn't like going over sixty five, but that's fine. Another maybe. thing that I really like about Mazda is better fuel economy. They make a very good car based around the chassis, mm-hmm. but they don't make a better car based around the engine. Whereas like BMW, Mercedes, everybody, they all make their better car based around the engine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like to get You're like not gonna maintain it. To get like a known good engine, like an engine where it's not like where like you can theoretically find one that's better for a cheaper price, but the ballpark price for like a good engine is around three grand for like most BMWs, most Mercedes. You're paying about that much to get one where you like you you know you're gonna get a few thousand miles out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the Mazda, you're like maybe six hundred bucks unless you have a Mazda speed. If you can find one that the subframe is still attached to the rusty body, the yeah. engine will be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing is like when me like so like my van. Like yep. my van makes I cannot some... believe how clean that thing is, by the way. Thank you. Still. <laughs> but like my van like makes like some really weird noises right now because I have a, I have a collapsed engine mount. Yeah, like sure. I can't tell if it's a timing chain noise or if it's just an engine mount rattling. Let her rip. Well, like, yeah, because you chain. know what's gonna happen? I work from home. I'm just not gonna be able to leave the house for a couple of days because I'm gonna be putting an engine in. And you well, know you're what? You're gonna be using my Sienna yeah. like you have been the last two weeks. But you, you know how much that engine's gonna cost me though. Literally six hundred dollars, and we get a Ford Fusion engine, which is a little say, bit bigger. You can and put, it's gonna be a performance yeah, increase. Yeah, my like, favorite <laughs> is that my Toyota Sienna has bailed him out of so much. Mm-hmm. I never say like I never say anything bad about the Sienna. No, you never do. But like other people will see him driving it, or like they'll see me driving it, and they're like, "Don't you want a cooler car?" And I'm like, "I got the coolest car." No, that sounds pretty cool. About you, I mean, it's not manual, but yeah, I uh, I drive around in a gray sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. The second you uh, you let me edit, though, I mean, I would totally put a supercharger on it and no. lower it. With that that engine is not a good candidate for a supercharger. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it stock because anything you touch breaks. Yes, it's true. And it's not because of you. It's you had, just how you the one world last, works. You had one last um, recommendation. I did. So when they started, well, what about a CUV option? I'm like, no. But, I mean, I'm like, okay, if you're going to get one, get a 500X six-speed, because they did sell it that way. Wait, was that CX-5 the one with manual. the weird windows? No, that's the L. I like the L. I, I actually said a 500L trekking, and Corey made the vomiting emoji. I'm like, it's a Fiat Panda, so check yeah. yourself. Uh, additionally, there was one more where if they wanted to get something brand new, a Civic Sport six-speed. Because, mm. like, yeah. the financing's pretty good on a new car right now. And I found out, I was the tangent here, my uh, ex's parents sold their Acura Legend manual and they bought a brand new, they ordered a brand new Honda Civic 1.5 T6. It's the same size, yeah. I, I know, it. but like, <laughs> like... Same freaking car. I thought they were just like, whoa, we just had a manual because we bought it that way. I'm like, no, they went out of their way to buy a new six-speed car. I'm That's like, great. Man, props. they burst poop, but they got Seriously. Well, I mean, I was, um, I was in the 1951 GMC 12-valve Cummins swap thing that her younger brother, James, I'm still, yeah. we talk all the time. That thing is rad. So we were going up and down Coon Rapids Boulevard and that thing, and I'm just asking questions about the current state of things. I'm like, oh, do they still have the Legend and the Sienna? Like, Sienna, yep, that thing's still trucking away. Hell legend, yeah. we sold to a, one of the brothers or whatever, and he sold it off. But they replaced it with a brand-new special really order cool. Honda Civic Sport 6-speed. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I can't fault that at all. Like, it, there are, was, there's some good stuff going on there, even though the rest of it was When I was a shit. little frustrated with the sienna just because i didn't want to hurt her when i drove her so much because mm-hmm. i was just like i love this car too much i don't want fewer heat cycles it. more miles is better yeah so, and so i was looking i was like could i get a new corolla 
because I just I realized I kind of just want to stick with Toyota, and I was like, I could technically afford a new Corolla. I like, shouldn't. I think the Corolla is a little expensive. It is. I would get it, but it's with expensive. With the Sienna, it's like just like. I know. Just change the oil until it won't go anymore, exactly. and then do the Corolla. Because then you'll yeah. be so far cash I know, I ahead. Want, it's like, well, I want the yeah, 2019 seriously. anyways, because I don't know what the 2020. I saw is a in. blue, that light blue. That's what I. Our car of the year. So yeah, the the 2019 Such car of the year. I saw one the other day. I'm like, I bet it's a six speed too. I'm like that thing is. I know awesome. that's just what I want so bad. I've recommended that to two coworkers. <laughs> Started looking at Volvo's because they had a really pretty blue. The Polestar blue is awesome. I but that's that only on Sim- the crossovers, color. not the sedans. Yeah, they don't put on sedans. You can get it in the S60, but you have to get the Polestar. Not with the white top. Not with the white top. We don't want the white top. But so, um, speaking well, of. Honda making great things. Let's end the episode off with one quick question. There's small uh, rumors that Honda and uh, Nissan might have some business cooking together. Hmm. That sounds like that a be? bad thing. They're going to make what? a Honda engine have bad timing chains? No, I was saying maybe put a Honda engine to a Nissan platform. What do you think would be the greatest way that Honda and Nissan could get together? I just Hot don't take. think it's a good idea. Uh, I think a four-cylinder Z car using a Honda uh, L20T. That's a great decision. Honey. I think they should just remain separate. Just, <laughs> that's, no, also, that's also a great answer. Like, no way it could ever end <laughs> well. I mean, if this was like 20 years ago, <clears throat> yes, sure. But currently, and the way things... Well, okay, answer 20, the question 20, 20 years ago then. 20 years ago, yeah. yeah. Well, 20, well, 20 years ago, yeah. Like, like, a, like what would a, you have liked to have seen out of them? A sports car combination, like the BRZ... Yeah, so like like Honda puts like a B sixteen into like a niece into like a basically a smaller yeah three fifty Z basically yeah, yeah something like cool. that would be great but like with the way twenty twenty is going it, and like the way a, each a of these VQ car companies have been going they give you the the it's gonna be some dumb crossover that is gonna be too big to even be Murano, an actual crossover a Murano cross cabriolet four cylinder option it's oh. just gonna be an SUV <laughs> oh wow with terrible options. <laughs> Just the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So this is my my hot choice would be the um would be a Nissan Frontier replacement. Okay. Based off of a Honda Ridgeline platform. Okay. Rear wheel drive okay. biased with a Honda V six and all wheel drive system. Having driven both of those, I don't like the combination. No, no, because the frontier sucks because it's prehistoric. Yeah, but basically, what, what that terrible. would what that would create is I'd create it's a small, I'd create a smaller, a, 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 basically a you know a compact SUV. Okay, you want or a, not SUV, smaller, a, a small, a small, a mini truck. Line. Yeah, it'd be, okay. it'd, be, it'd be an actual mini truck. I think that'd be their okay. best option. A Tacoma. Ridge or actually, line. you know what? No, not not a V6. You make it a little bit smaller. You actually use the Honda K24 that's in the Civic LX, or you okay. use the the one five. And yeah, I think the K has pretty much had its its time in the yeah. sun. They put that into the base model. It lasted almost twenty it. years, so yeah. we'll we'll give it a sunset. Yeah. But the the LT engines are really. I think good. I think the, I think the the L series L twenty T would be pr- plenty. An L twenty T and like a pickup truck. Yep. I think that, that is that, that is enough grunt low end so where it's not going to forgetting about the Frontier out. because when I drove one, it was. Well, that's so the thing. Fair. Before the Frontier, though, like the Datsun, like. D twenty one, the Zamyad Z twenty four. They still make them for a reason. Yeah, understand the context in which I drove a Frontier. I drove a Frontier in between two ridge lines. That's true. 
Oh. So it's just like that is a unique perspective. And so greatness. Well, so that's the thing. That's terrible the difference. greatness. That, that's the thing with the with the whole frontier thing is you need to make a better frontier. So you just use a ridge line, which is actually a really good mid sized pickup. Yeah. You just take say like the suspension and like the chassis from a ridge line instead of having to be a front wheel drive bias, it would be a, a rear wheel drive bias, and you use like yeah, like an L series engine, and then. Yeah, just they could tune it for that. It'd be fine. Yeah, all you have to do just is just a make a different turbo. housing. Yeah. <laughs> big turbo. Big turbo, because then it won't boost when you're cruising. That's mm-hmm. the biggest yeah. thing for inefficiency on little turbo engines. If it's on boost when you're cruising, you're going to get horrible fuel economy. Not even a big turbo, a big hot side. True. That's all you need. It's just yeah. a bigger hot side. So then you have your grunt at mid RPM. So there you go. That's yeah. our hot take right there. There so. is replacement for displacement. There is. Thank Ooh, you. I like that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.